0: You're listening to the Wild 7 Podcast Network. Listen different.
1: Welcome to the Wild 7 Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Red. Joining me once again is the Nightshade Collective, who are... April Mendoza and Ashley Mendoza. And also, you know, we have uh, uh, more people in the army. Emily, don't don't be upset. I'm gonna mute you for now until wait, you know what? No no, say hi Emily. Emily intern Emily. Say hi intern Emily.
2: Hello,
1: everyone. Wait, why is intern Emily's mic not yeah,
2: turn it turn it up, don't turn be it rude. Up. Hello. Can you hear me now? Yes? No? We can you know hear what? you a little bit. Turn it
3: my mic.
1: Yeah, hello. Talk <laughs> talk again, intern Emily
2: hello everyone That's why the better. fuck wait wait you can't hear
1: wait, wait, her? hold up shut the fuck up hold on I, I apologize intern emily can you speak
2: yes i can
1: speak okay no i can't hear her yeah she is such a nice person that works with us now and the army is growing we had captain morgan last week we got intern emily this week <laughs> hello guys how are you good, good. okay how are so you doing? We're, i'm doing great i'm doing fantastic this is going to be a really quick little intro for an old episode of Alex and I talking about WandaVision, the Shaft novel. And at the end of this episode, I sing. And that's why I kept it in the bank yeah. for so long because it's so beautiful. It brings a tear to my eye. But listen, <laughs> guys, I just want to really quickly bring you up to speed on the amazing little things that has been happening here at, well, oh, sorry, excuse me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, that one. Was that you? That was me. Because I, <laughs> I you know, and I'm not going to play Ashley's because- I forgot
2: how gross it
1: sounds. <laughs> right, right, <hold> on. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. up in our emily mouth. emily was Ugh. kind enough to pull that for me last week she pulled <laughs> ashley burping and then i realized look i don't want to you know make it a thing where i'm just
2: putting ashley on. The right right yeah no no I, I, that's that's not bikes. fun
1: so here there we go now, now listen listen so really quickly i'm gonna i'm gonna get this out of the way really quickly just because just got to get it out of the way a listener named arta requested that I watch Ready Player One. Mm-hmm. And I watch Ready Player One. Oh, you and had t- never seen it? I had never seen it. What? Have you seen it? Yeah. Emily, intern Emily hasn't even heard of it. What? I noticed the younger people around. I thought
2: I, you would have seen it before. No, I, it's one of those
1: things where it's like, <laughs> I I was pretty sure I would either like it or not. And so I was like, no. Nah. A little skeptical. Yeah. Little and skeptical.
2: I liked it a lot. I loved it. It's April
1: insisted that I watch it and stuff and said, you know, you might have something funny or something to say or something about it. And I told her, April, I'm a little uncomfortable to do it, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> um, so, and I will be upfront. I will, I will, I will reveal this. Intern Emily, you're gonna, you're gonna like this. this is gonna really blow your mind. Um, Steven Spielberg was actually a customer of my family's, my my family's tailoring shop, and so I always viewed it as sort of a conflict of interest to talk about his films on the podcast, even when I started the movie podcast and stuff. Just because A, his movies are usually great. There's usually not much you can say critically about them other than the sentimentality stuff that people nitpick and blah, 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 blah. But April was like, you fucker. Watch the movie.
2: <laughs> yeah, don't be disrespectful.
1: Don't be disrespectful. That's right. And I've been watching the documentary. And April, you saw the documentary, yes, right?
2: Yes, I did. The Spielberg documentary on great. HBO. Right? Yeah, it's He's, actually really good. And I didn't know a lot about his life.
1: Yeah, yeah. He, and
2: just, it's crazy, like, such a great, you know, master director like Spielberg. Even he got criticized for all of his work in the past. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly. And I get criticized daily by by people that, you know, fuckers. And they don't even know. <laughs> fuck them. Okay. Haters. Yeah, haters. Wild. It's super wild. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I thought, you know, what if I was a movie douche like, like a movie pod? You know, like most movie it's podcasts. They're, no, 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 no. Most movie podcasts they're 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 hosted by kind of douchebags that don't know what they're talking about. And I thought, well, if I had a douchey movie podcast, I would be comfortable talking about it. Does that make sense in my convoluted logic? So, for instance, <laughs> a movie douche podcast. It is a convoluted so, so logic. So, movie douche podcast. So, this is our movie douche podcast. <laughs> We are, we are beginning, so let's Movie d- d- Douche. All right. Oh my right. gosh. Hey, welcome to the Movie Douche podcast. I'm your host, Movie Douche. Just saw Ready oh, Player yeah. One, it was a fantastic film. Lots of great references. Pop culture. If you're an eighties fan, you'll love it. Movie d- d- douche. <laughs> nice. Now yes. listen. I
2: get it now. Yeah, I think you it's get going it. To be yeah. douchey McMovie.
1: Right. Douchey McMovie. Oh, I like that. I like that. <laughs> hey, welcome welcome to Movie Douche. I'm douchey McMovie. Over the weekend <laughs> I saw Conjuring Three. Fantastic film. Movie <laughs> <laughs> Right now, now there are other ones. Now, uh, actually, did you really
2: though? You saw Con- Conjuring Three? I did.
1: Ooh. Fucking movie sucked. It's okay though. You gotta five use minutes. the movie <laughs> yeah. voice. What's wrong yeah. With no, you? no. Oh. Mr. Red just bombed you. <laughs> Fucking movie sucked. They ripped us off.
2: He ripped us off Mr. Red
1: just yeah you. i played that again no no no. listen 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 can i say something quickly about that because because we just um, yourself. Um, before we get to the nerdy talk with me and alex and stuff two nerds just gabbing it up like women um
2: I, I there don't, are I don't definitely know <laughs>
1: <can take that. laughs> we'll have, no no
2: no everyone it should talk
1: that. listen 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 hey actually you means. actually you saw no it you saw the film right i did i'm sexist by the way just so you know <laughs> yeah um you saw the film i did it was okay right
2: it was yeah, it was not, not great.
1: There were shocking similarities with Debbie and the Devil, starting with a character named Debbie. Really? Named Deborah. Stop. I yeah. didn't even catch that. I didn't catch it cuz it was so fucking lame.
3: Mr. Red just bombed you. But but you really? know, in no way. Okay. Right, like it, it so there's was, a
2: Debbie and there's a Devil. There's a guessing?
3: Devil, but
1: the thing is it's like here's the thing.
2: <laughs> oh, no. I get it. Now. I'm so slow. The Devil made me do it.
1: Right, right.
2: <gasps> right.
1: Yeah. Ashley, Ashley, what did you think of it really? Like
2: it was just like the pacing was really whack. It's just like doesn't give you like a chance to like not like to like settle before like it does like the whack ass stairs. And like the only good part, like good quote unquote is like a scary part, is like when they're in the um those places where they keep dead people. Right, bodies. right, yeah.
1: right. So or that's your, where, yeah, right.
2: where like that guy like comes and he like runs at her and he's all naked. Yeah, that was creepy. I think I, fell asleep, creepy, part, <laughs> I fell, asleep. <laughs> fell asleep during that part actually. <laughs> I fell asleep. <laughs> you fell asleep during it? Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah it's not that was like sign. the only cool part, but it was like just lame. Like it was not fucking good. It was predictable, not fucking scary.
1: Yeah, that's Ashley's take. Ashley's heart.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Emily, did you make these? Yes, and Nas, Emily,
1: obviously, <laughs> Emily, please, please, please take credit for your work. This is amazing stuff. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Emily, very shy. Yeah. I mean, it's just Emily. Emily, do you want to plug your your? You do a podcast, right? Like you. Yes. What What is it called?
2: It's called Tales of a Chicana Woman. So check that out. Nice,
1: nice,
3: love it, cool, nice. Cool. Podcasts. No more Mumbo Jumbo.
1: <laughs> no more Mumbo Jumbo. Well, I feel like
2: this is a whole new podcast. <laughs> this is <laughs> this a lot is of a fun. new thing.
1: Hey, you know, when April calls something out, she knows she's the boss because... April is the
2: coolest. <laughs> Ow. Yeah, yeah. So many explosions. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, April, she really runs the set. April. April's gonna kick your ass. <laughs> oh my God. Douche style. This is the greatest oh shit gosh. ever. You're gonna be dropping these for Oh weeks. my god! What it. else do I got? <laughs> dropping I mean, all the bombs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What oh else do goodness. I got? Oh my god! Thank you so much, so, Emily. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, do you really think that we got ripped off?
1: I think we got ripped off. Hmm. And I will. Do we gotta see I'm debating on taking legal action. We got. We gotta call our lawyers. For now, I'll just say your your movie could have been better. Mr. Red just bombed you. <laughs> But what are you gonna do? I mean, at the end of the day, ideas are in the air. It's ephemeral. I heard it was based on a true story. Blah 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 blah. I don't blame them. All I do know is one thing: people have ripped me off before. Big people, small people, so and so people. One day I was at the store, and Mel Gibson came in, and he was on the phone. Oh no! And he was like, he was like, man, fuck. He was saying all these crazy racist shit too. And he was like, man, this goddamn movie isn't working. The Passion of the Moses. It's not working. And I was like, I was like. You're Mel Gibson, Jesus Christ. And then he looked at me, he's like, Kid, you're a genius, and then he just <laughs> oh walked out of there,
3: Shut and the you know fuck. <laughs> it,
1: it, it truly happened. This is everybody steals from the Taylor's son. Real
2: talk. Everybody steals Real from story. the Taylor's son. Yeah. Mr. True. Has you. Yeah. Okay,
1: we, but we, was, don't, we don't lie on this podcast. There, no, there's no lies here. What's this one? Hold on. April is the coolest. Oh wait, I already played that one. There was one more. People already know that. Oh wait, this one. This is this is the one for the Queen. Listen to this.
2: April's got it.
1: She runs the set.
2: Damn, I want to just carry these like background music <laughs> all, right. with me all the time. Right,
1: right. When you go in, like to a like I walk cash into red- a room and then <laughs> just hit play. Yeah, yeah. You just know. be like, I'd like a Red <gasps> Bull. You sure about that? I want the Red Bull. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh man. No. Okay, so Emily, welcome to the gang you have done amazing she was crafting these amazing things all monday and i am so happy and i'm so it's just the greatest thing why was my voice (laughs) cracking? i don't know (laughs) um i'm so happy uh, (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. what else i mean i love it hold on hold on my chest oh excuse me sorry (laughs) yeah sorry
2: okay all right don't make me throw up please yes
1: i'm so i apologize (laughs) queen queen it's our anniversary, by the way. I just it want to is, say, yes. it's April oh, and yeah. Chris, yeah, Chris so and really. I's anniversary. It's been a wonderful yes, time. We've known each thru- other. R- l- r- yes, we are a throuple. <laughs> thru- That's it. That's or it. partnership. Yes, partnership. You want to call it that too. Uh, it's it's been an amazing time yeah. in this Happy business. Andrew.
2: Wild seven. Yes, it's Wild Seven's birthday. Seven seven. Thank it's you. It's been exactly a year since we formed the company. Yes. So thank you.
1: Thank you. Emily is clapping. She's yes. Emily is great. Emily is <laughs> great. How do you
2: feel about that? By the way.
1: I have like so many thoughts. Like one thing, like when I look out at all of us, I just, (laughs) no, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. (laughs) I'll I'll be serious. I'll be serious. Um, and I'll try not to make this about me as I usually do. I'll I'll, I'll try to look outward to all of this. (laughs) It's been amazing that every day we keep growing and every day, forget about like our audience growing. But the army, we were able to craft. And when I say we, I mean Emily. Emily was able to craft. <laughs> the royal we, the, the, they call it. Yeah, these amazing things. We have more manpower to do really beautiful, creative things. And I love, apart from the cinema stuff and the show stuff, the podcast stuff has really flowered. Beyond flowered, it's become a greenhouse of just the most vibrant flowers, and the, one of them is the flower Ashley and the flower Alex and the flower April and the flower everybody. You know, everybody like blooming. Right, everybody's blooming. We and, love it, and yes. we have o- other flowers <coughs> and stuff. And so, and, and so, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. April just took off her <laughs> handful. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are oh, we done? The I'm sorry. Verb. Okay. Okay. So, so Emily, if you may, let me just instruct you. This is how we go down in the Wild Seven Podcast. We're gonna stop recording this. Put this at the beginning of the episode that we're gonna drop on Monday. Then put the Wild Seven end bumper at the end. And you got yourself a show, kid. I'm proud of you. <laughs> okay. I'm very proud of you. Hell yeah! All right. Thank you. Woo! This was this was the intro to Emily. Thank you, Emily. And yes. that's it. That's it. Enjoy two awesome nerds talking about. WandaVision. And let me just leave you with one more Loved thing. Loved it, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, just one more, one more, one more. Please, please. Uh, here, what's this one?
3: You have been m- m- movie doucheified. Yes,
1: yeah. Thank you for tuning into the Movie Douche. Shoot a movie, not a person.
0: You're listening to the Wild 7 Podcast Network. Listen different.
1: Welcome to the Wild7 Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Red. Joining me once again is the amazing, awesome, quick-witted, and lightning-fast, interdimensional Alex. Hello, my friends. I'm back on the attack. Yes. Thank you. Welcome, sir. Yes. The reason I say he is quick and stuff, he just grabbed me a water just so slyly and so quickly like a fox. You're a fox, Alex.
0: Um, It was like a a light speed fox. Yeah,
1: how you, you know, been? Because today we're just gonna be talking about sort of pop culture stuff. I had a quick anecdote, which had to do with something that we were talking before we turned these lovely microphones on. And I'd like to share it with you because we were talking about John Cassavetes. I was driving once home from the tailoring shop and you know Ocean Park near Uh my home? Absolutely. I shouldn't be saying specific address things, but you know, there's a street called Ocean Park near my home. Right. And there's an intersection. And I was driving, and the light turned green, and I'm about to go. And then just as as I'm about to go, this white old model car, and by old model, I think maybe early 90s, but it looked like it was a really good car in the early to maybe mid 90s or whatever. It was a white car. This car just zooms past me and we hit each other, but it was like we grazed each other. Oh, like it was a complete, like, a like yeah, it was like, you could hear it. Uh, and then on top of that, I wasn't, it wasn't even my car. It was my friend's car that I was driving. Uh-huh. Cause for whatever reason, my car was in the shop or something. He was I was borrowing it. And the guy pulls over and the guy was smoking a cigar and it was Seymour Cassell. Oh, oh wait, a, uh, hold on, remind me. Okay. Seymour Cassell, the most current uh, example of him is uh, he played the kid's father in Rushmore. And he was in Royal Tenenbaums. And he's in, he in
0: all yeah. of, like, Wes
1: Anderson's movies, I think.
0: Right, 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 right. The old right. dude. Old dude, yeah, ha- kind of yeah.
1: talks like this or whatever. He passed away recently, I think. I have to get it. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Look him up because he did a lot of uh, John Cassavetes stuff and as I was telling Alex earlier, um, I've only seen one John Cassavetes. Regrettably, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching his films but I've only oh, seen yeah, one dude. John Cassavetes film, The Killing of a Chinese Bookie and I barely retained it because I was so young and stoned when I watched it. But you, you're looking at it? You, does he oh, look yeah. familiar? <laughs> yeah.
0: Say Marcus. sound yeah. yeah. He, he kind of does sound like that. Yeah, um... Uh, So I've seen three of his films, and I loved all of them. Woman Under the Influence, Uh Killing of a Chinese Bookie, and Opening Night. Uh Matter of fact, I would say minus the whole superhero environmental aspect to Birdman, Mm -hmm. Birdman, I think, owes a lot of nods to Opening Night. Interesting opening night has that premise of like we're rehearsing this play and now we're doing the first night but then Shit can happen during a play that can throw everything off and then what do you do in the moment and all that? So right. it's interesting on that level woman on the under the influence is exactly what the title suggests you you are looking at a woman slowly falling apart It's also like you know, it's great too about woman on, under the influence. You have two separate stories The woman under the influence at her house, sauced up, kind of desperate, and Peter Falk, her husband, who's always waist deep in like water because he's part of like the like the uh, water and plumbing union, and he's always on the phone saying something like, "They got a busted water main out here," (laughs) and so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, And then oh, and you saw Killing of the Chinese Bookie, yeah,
1: which again I don't remember. There's a lot of classic films that I've seen that I don't remember. I think yeah, yeah, I, right. I know that guy. Yeah, fucking yeah.
0: great. He's great, great in that guy. movie. There's, uh, you, you know what? I, it's been a minute since I've seen it too. But you know what part I do remember in the yeah. killing of a Chinese bookie? He has a scene, and you get the feeling he improvised on the spot. He's in a pay phone, and he's just on the phone, and he calls the club that he owns, and he's like having an argument with the like the, the person there. It's like, what do you mean? What do you mean she doesn't know the number? <laughs> what do you mean she does? She always does the number. What you want me to sing it for you? <laughs> yeah. She dressed in blue, and so and like he like he straight up like has to like I love the idea that an owner of a club is like Do I have to fucking sing it for you guys yeah. to remind you yeah. Oh really You want me to literally sing it now Oh here we fucking go yeah. So yeah, good stuff like that. Anyway. As Joey Diaz would say, I don't know how the fuck we got on this. Yeah. Well, in the first place,
1: I, 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 I have to tell you, you know, this was a few years before he passed away, the the Seymour Cassell guy. Yes, and I, I said to him, I knew that he was in the John Cassavetes movies, but ah. I honestly, oh, so t- wait, you clipped cars
0: with him? Yeah,
1: gotcha. <laughs> yeah, how, yeah.
0: This is how we going back to that thing. Understood now.
1: Right, right, right. So I, I, um, what's it called? Uh, you good? buddy yeah buddy. Y- yeah they, you all
0: heard me sneeze back there and i tried to be sly about it and then now of course there's the aftermath where you feel like you got to snuffle your sniffle into a tissue so i'm going to f- hunt one down but you please continue right, right i will about continue Mr. But so, Cassell.
1: yeah so basically i i recognize him immediately there should be some outside al big al yeah maybe a, 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 a tissue paper or some or of some sort uh so anywho you got it Bungo bango yeah, he he got the tissue paper. So much drama happens on the Wild Seven this podcast.
0: Paper towels, you know how they do that. It's like I saw. <laughs> I saw this sad movie last night. Paper towels, hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's another example of modern lame. Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> you know. Um, so anyway, so I saw him and I said, you're Seymour Cassell. I knew his name and stuff. And I said, you did those John Cassavetti's movies and, and Wes Anderson's stuff and stuff. And I said, yeah, yeah. And then he said something. I have to admit, I'm I'm not making this up for the story. Um, it, It's just true. He looked kind of sad. and And he said, yeah, business is bad these days.
0: Oh, and,
1: and I said, Oh, okay. And then I just sort of looked at him. I swear to God, this happened. I said, I looked at him, are, are you okay? And, and he said, I, I don't even know what he said. He just kind of, cause nothing happened to our cars. Right. And, right. and so, I, I mean, it was like, yeah. You know.
0: It was a, a, a literal brush with fate. Right. It and, was. and you also, it sounds like you saw a guy. It reminds us that you can see people who are in really cool movies that have a place in the pantheon of cinema. Yeah, And people will remember these movies. And even I, here I'm going, I don't remember the name. You show me his face and I go, oh, of course. I've seen him in a million things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nevertheless, it humbly reminds us that just because you can see people in recurring movies that have a place in society, it doesn't mean that they're going to always be as lucratively working as much as you've been watching that one movie.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, he seemed pretty. Uh, he seemed pretty bummed, Alex. Yeah, it was well, weird. And you know,
0: we get bummed, yeah. and they get bummed, yeah. and it's a humbling and good reminder for me to know that even people who who make it into like uh, game changing cinema. They can get bummed out, man. Yeah, yeah. It's I tough mean, out there.
1: It's, it's, yeah, I guess it's hard out there. I mean, you know, I know for a time before his death, I think he was trying to be, the, or he was, I'm not sure, like the president of SAG or, or the spokesperson for SAG or oh, something. right on. And he was fighting for the actor's rights, which is a wonderful thing. Alex. Sir. We're going to go lightning round. Things we have watched and consumed, not All limited right. to movies or TV, also books. Yes. What have you been watching? You finished a show. Let's talk about it.
0: Good good uh, uh, mention because I was going to talk about WandaVision first. And uh, by the
1: way, okay, so we, and we can keep spoiling, right? We are going to be discussing WandaVision with full spoilers. So if you do not want to listen to WandaVision with full spoilers, you have a set amount of time. We'll put it in the show notes. We'll be good about all it. We'll put right, it in the show good. notes. But three, two, one, go. Before I
0: even got into the series, I had noticed just a quick little meme or some brush. I Someone had somehow mentioned that there was going to be a Blade Runner reference later in the series. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, I'm going to keep my eye open for that. And I, in, I, because of Blade Runner reference, I had expected perhaps something indeed very thematic to the movie to happen. But no, it's just a little mention, and, and I'll quickly say what it is. But first of all, to describe our environment today... This is a very this feels like a kind of, you know, before nighttime Blade Runner day here in Los Angeles, yeah. doesn't it? It's yeah, a good yeah. overcast day here in DTLA. And that alone gives a good uh, segue into a feeling of uh, the last episode of uh WandaVision and that reference to Blade Runner is outside of the movie theater that she goes into. Mm-hmm. And on the marquee it says Tenhauser Gate. And Tannhauser Gate is mentioned in Roy Batty, uh, uh, Rutger Hauer, Uh his big famous monologue at the end where he says, I've watched sea beams glittering in the darkness near the Tannhauser Gate or something like that. Hmm. Interesting. Anyway, so yeah, it's a little just... Did that get you? You It it got me, uh, absolutely. No, you know what? Uh, Pound for pound, WandaVision was cool. It had really good elements. It just, for me, it sort of broke even Mm -hmm. ultimately Mm -hmm. due to too much explanation.
3: I feel you. And there was
0: that one character that I don't have anything against the actress. It's just who she had to be in the show is just so that kind of fan nerd that gets on my nerves a bit where it's like, okay, keep, keep the mystery. Don't explain it all. I don't need to know how... We scientifically actually made this happen. I don't, you know, man, I don't care about the faux science. I've never, you don't, you've never had to make my mind believe the physical chemical reality of what you're showing me. It's enough for me to know that Wanda has projected a television reality to cope with her trauma.
3: Right. That
0: alone is enough for me.
1: Do you know what I call those parts where they're explaining shit, especially in the Marvel movies or Mm. any like science fiction or quote science fiction? Because who knows what the fuck, you know. Um, It's mumbo jumbo. It's all like, <laughs> ho, ho, like Jabberwocky. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it's all like the Isof- Pythagorean. She sure. does. This, she's projectural astraling. Blah, blah, yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Which is fine. It's just like, but it's not for me. That's not even as cool as Jabberwocky. Yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like it's fine, but it's like uh, uh, okay. So I don't even need that. I just all I need is everyone to be in a in a mystery of right. what's going on. Right.
1: And yeah, question. There was a part at the. I believe the first episode that when I saw it, I thought, Ooh, I wonder if when Alex eventually watches this, if he watches it, because I don't know. You're you're hot and cold on Marvel sometimes, you know. Like, I you, am. yeah, you're you're very critical and rightfully so. I'm more of a yeah. fanboy of Marvel <laughs> stuff sure. than, than you, admitted. Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I love it all pretty much except for uh, I won't even mention, um, <laughs> uh, the part. There was a part where sort of a beekeeper or something oh, comes out. Yeah. Did you get a Twin Peaks kind of thing from Absolutely.
0: that? Absolutely. And 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 I really wanted that to be left as vague as possible. Right, and they—they they, even though they explained it, I still appreciate how it was presented because it was a haunting, strange image. There was a lot of Lynch going on in that show, and man, it—it it gave me the feels. I—I'm. I, a constantly cynical about family. I even did a, f- a cold open recently, nice. in the words of Alex Rogers, which uh, uh, was... Uh, Tune in, so,
1: listen, download. Thank you. Yeah. Thank
0: you very much. It, it's it's so sh- shameful and shameless to uh, plug your own show on your friend's show, but we're family here, hey. so there you go. But uh, yeah, I, who can be cynical of the very notion of family, even got the chokes and the and the feels... Watching uh, some tender moments between Wanda and Vision and also the kids. Yeah, you know, it was a good. uh, I understand also her situation. And one thing I do like about a show format for the MCU Mm -hmm. is that I feel sometimes in a two and a half, three hour movie, there's too much going on for me to really emotionally invest with the characters. And I actually felt like,
1: wow. I really got a good sense of who Wanda Maximoff is. I agree. I have to say, and this is no um, diss to to the actress who portrays her beautifully, Elizabeth Olsen. I believe her yeah, name is.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, this is no diss to her. In the MCU, she was one of the least interesting characters because there were so many. There was so right. much shit going on that she was like, "Oh, okay, that girl, that, that <laughs> yeah, r- Russian vaguely girl, vaguely, yeah, right, right, the foe, or whatever the fuck, right." I, I appreciated this show because it gave her, you know, her moment. It gave her kind of like this origin yeah. thing and stuff. I love the, f- I love, I can't overstate how much I love this. I don't love it that much. But no, I love how it incorporates the MCU into yeah. a new medium, into into sure. television. I, I yeah, adored yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You no, know, same, same, not same. counting uh, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and stuff like that, which I think they sort of, retconned out or something like that right okay interesting the other thing that i really appreciated and i got to admit i kind of it related to in a way was the way my younger self at least was the way she processes trauma right and i thought that was very deep the way they 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 did that. Same.
0: And actually, I thought it was, in that respect, very brave and progressive even of Disney to go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, I know a friend who's a Bosnian refugee, and everything he told me reminded me of the scenes of her childhood. Right. Where she and her brother and the parents are just trying to have... Dude, hiding under the bed was like a commonplace thing for kids in that war zone. I mean, I think to this day, that's, it's like a constant thing where the parents will be like, get under the bed. There's men outside with everything from guns to Molotov cocktails and we could die tonight. Yeah. yeah. And plus, Oh, you know, there was a beautiful moment too, where the mother looks outside and she can see military action happening, but you know what? We're having a family night and I'm not going to spoil it. And it was like a sweet moment. Yeah. Um, Also, I gotta, you know, the whole idea that all things must end, I did appreciate. I didn't know if we were gonna leave off on, um, you know, Westview remaining. Right. Or if she was gonna have to then implode her creation and take away that reality. And Mm -hmm. I like how, as they're tucking the boys into bed, you can see this scarlet light closing in on the house. And they're like, and she's getting all choked up because it's probably gonna be the last time. There's also a lot of Philip K. Dick in the show. Please explain. So, one of his most common themes, and funny enough, especially even early on in his career, like in the '50s, so there, so tying into that '50s TV feeling, he, one of the one of the most Dickian themes is, oh shit, I'm not actually really here. I'm at Nas has projected a reality, and I'm in his reality. I'm not actually... Mr. Red has made his own, like... Or, or 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 vice versa. Like, you thought you were doing your own thing. It turns out I've been projecting a reality where everything's under my rules and you're playing a role that's convenient to me. Interesting. Yeah. So that is... Um, that was very Philip K. Dick. And also, I loved, I liked early on the mystery where everyone didn't know what they were doing. Right? Yeah, they yeah, literally yeah, yeah. were like, so why are we here? We're, 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 we were here.
1: There was a date. There's a reason we yeah. have
0: the heart on the calendar. Like,
1: And it's like vaguely sinister. Like yes. the way they seem trapped. You
0: know? Oh, dude. Not almost. Two, are. two of my favorite moments, of course, is when the, by the way, the guy who chokes, he plays a role that I love in A Serious Man. Larry.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, I know who you're talking <laughs> you
3: know, Larry. The, the Jolly this, Roger. <laughs>
0: this, they're in the Jolly Roger. <laughs> I recommend that. Now, Larry, this is no Bordeaux. This is a <laughs> wine. Great film, right? Great. I o- love overlooked, Cohen. O- overlooked, yeah. dude. I just wanna, it's one. It's Top five. Yeah. Cohen Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like a lot of people don't get it or didn't watch it. I dig it when they get into that spiritual shit. You know, like Same, I, I like dude. It. Yeah, yeah. no no, that was a fucking great movie. Um also one of the better weed movies they've done. They always only they only talk about Big Lebowski for a weed movie. Dude, serious man has a lot of weed in yeah, it. It's yeah, great. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Back to WandaVision. Yes. And Philip K. Dick. Yes. And uh these
1: two favorite moments. Oh, yeah.
0: Yes, so Larry, when he's choking, and the wife is going, <laughs> stop it, stop it. Yeah. And she's just kind of in that loop of stop it. That was super Lynch. Yeah, yeah. And also followed by Wanda going like, Vision, help him. Like, no bullshit. She's yeah, yeah. been playing this role of like, well, I don't know. I'm just, you know, the housewife. But then she's like, Vision, help him. Yeah. Whoa, like a quick little series. note. Yeah, yeah. I also like, by the way, this is something... It's not, even as a kid, I had a PE teacher who did this, with the doctor character as old white guys who put just the zinc stripe down the nose and that's their sunscreen for the day. Right, you know what <laughs> yeah, <I mean>? yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was very in the 70s, but even, dude, as a kid, me, in my life, in sixth grade PE, our PE teacher, just a dude <laughs> with, you know, socks hiked up to the knees, shorts hiked up to the hips, and like... A little blue polo shirt, a a Gilligan hat, and one stripe of sink down (laughs) the
1: nose. All right, I'm ready for skin Uh, cancer. It's a macho look in the 70s. It's a big
0: thing. So that doctor character, it's a cute moment. He he gets there sort of late to deliver the twins. But hey, it's all right. You got two healthy boys. But then as they're leaving the house, it's like, well, I hope it didn't ruin your vacation. It's like, oh, I I probably wouldn't have gone anywhere. It's just, you know, no one really gets to leave that yeah. was cool too yeah, I was like, yeah oh yeah. shit they know as you said yeah. that feeling that they're trapped in the world yeah was fucking great so anyway um i that was really good man um sorry it's been way too long on wandavision there but i would say pound for pound good for disney oh what lastly because we are spoiling everything right yeah here. what about that last show you saw the post credit stuff right
1: yeah, where she's by herself.
0: When she's by herself. Okay, so we go deep, deep into the mountains. She's found some cabin right. deep in the mountains. We go into... By the way, it's a really good like one shot. They did like some kind of drone shot where they went into the house. Yo. She goes into the kitchen, but we go past her into the bedroom and a sort of translucent version of her in full Scarlet Witch form is weaving that book of spells and you're hearing her children going, Mommy!
3: Mom! Mommy! Yeah, and yeah. then
0: blackout. What the... F- that's some good... Now, that I uh, that also did some goodness for me because I'm like, good, and thank you for not explaining yeah. the show
1: because that was fucking also lynching yeah. right there. Alex, you just got marveled. Oh, <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah,
1: no, uh, I, I I don't know. I, I believe after I saw that, I looked it up, but it, it said it was hinting at something coming, kind of like the way they were of kept course. hinting yeah, at yeah, Thanos yeah. or something. Sure, sure. I will say this. It's a great show. All of the Marvel stuff I love. I love yeah, Disney. Yeah. I, I, I do. I don't I don't I'm not one of these haters or whatever, but I will say this. They can only go so far. They can't go to wild. Hey, Ashley, how's it going? We're talking about WandaVision. The girls are here. The party has begun. Yeah. I just finished it. Do you last want? Night. Do you want to pitch in some thoughts? Yeah yeah. Do, yeah. 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 Come here. Hold up. Let me turn your microphone on. Uh, uh, grab a chair. Oh, or, or here. Or you know what? Oh wait. There's no oh, microphone. Stand? Yeah. Okay. Cool. What, what did you think? On? Yeah. It's on. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Let me turn you up. Turn me up. I, yeah. Turn it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Turn me up. Okay. <laughs> 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 okay ashley all right okay what were your thoughts
2: um i loved it yeah yeah
1: point up the microphone. okay cool there we go yeah yeah
2: it was really good The did you are you guys like talking spoilers yeah yeah spoilers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're done yeah, yeah we're I done i was like crying yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. oh my god yeah. Yeah. i was yeah. so sad after i was like how the fuck are they gonna put her through this just to break her heart again yeah, like yeah, what yeah. the fuck yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. It, yeah. It, it's yeah. great the thing that i love is when they showed the um like the '90s or the 2000s ones. Oh my ones. god! Uh, yeah. It was that, like corny. <laughs> yeah, and that music.
2: Yeah.
3: Totally. Yeah. They were
2: so spot on with everything for all of them. Like the commercials. Oh my god. Oh, all the dying. commercials. The yeah. little like claymation one with the little dude on the island yes. with the yogurt. So <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Everything was so on point for like oh, yeah. all the eras. It was right. sad too.
1: I yeah. I related to her. Cause I love sitcoms. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. is everybody else here?
2: Yeah. We're all here. We all just pulled up.
1: Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. If you want to settle in and then we can restart the next thing. Welcome That's Ashley. Good. Welcome to the office. Nice. Yeah. Good cool. to see Ashley.
0: Yeah. Cool. cool. See you. Um,
1: um, yeah. So
0: yeah. So, so division. Yeah. What I would say- recommend.
1: Yeah. I would recommend it. What I'm saying, what I was going to say before Ashley interrupted us is um, no, we love Ashley uh, is they can only go so far. They can't go to wild seven heights. Right. For instance, we are releasing a, a comic book which should be out by the time you listen to this called Killer Comanche issue number one. It goes to the heights, the, to, the, to the logical extremes of the comic book medium. And, and
0: I got to say, and you know, it's easy for me to say this. And some of you will think, well, yeah, you're Nas's friend. Of fucking course, you'll say this. Yeah. It's easy for you to say. But for real, if I didn't know Nas and I just picked up this comic... And I read it on my own wiles by my own whim. I would have been like, "Holy shit, this fucking this is awesome." Yeah, this yeah. is my Thank kind you. of shit. So I'm here to say it's it's really great. I've read it. I've I've seen it because that's the beauty of a comic book is you read and see it. Yeah, and it's fucking worth every
1: hey man. Damn panel. That was a good that was a good uh, uh, plug there. So, um, Alex, what? else have you seen? I got my letterbox account pulled up just in case I want to pull well, up something. Well, I'll tell something. you one thing.
0: Yeah, please. So I, I
1: We're got, just clearing the decks here. You of know, course, of our course. Lectures, and I just so. took a
0: hit so everyone join or, or don't join. Yeah. But um, I would mentioned you before the show. And I'm not, I'm not going to get into the plot points about it because I, I have a bigger point about it. But I, I watched the director's cut of Kingdom of Heaven, mm-hmm. Ridley Scott Crusades movie. And I didn't like it at all when it hit the theaters back in 2005. The original. The original theatrical cut. Uh-huh. Which then turns out later that year, like bef- like by the end of December, he actually did a release at the Lemley of this director's cut. And, those, and a lot of those same reviewers who shat on the theatrical cut then saw the director's cut and they were like, well, fuck, Why did, this is the version.
1: Two questions. Yes. Did you watch it at the Lemley that version, or you you no. watched this? This, this only, is the first song?
0: only as of last night, having scored the Blu-ray.
1: Okay, and then this is kind of a technical question, but it, it's helpful for the conversation. How long is the original cut, and how long is the director's cut?
0: Good, good question. I believe what happened was the first cut is about two twenty, and then you have to, and then forty five minutes were restored. So we're talking like three hours ten minutes is the uh, is the director's cut version.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah, and so I heard you and Silent Chris talking about it earlier. Is it night and day as you guys say? Well, it's. I'll be honest. I think it
0: took it from me from like a what the fuck no movie to a ah, all right cool kind yeah. of movie. It, it's. It's not as good as Gladiator, but it is good to see that he did something after Gladiator that does have that historic epic scope. I like it did a lot more character development on all the side characters. And here's, here's another thing too. It does hold to boot, in my opinion, that Orlando Bloom is just miscast in this. Right. But, but here's the difference. I'm an older man now, so I'm not mad at him. Mm -hmm. Alex in 2005 Watching that movie Was seething with rage Watching Orlando Bloom In that movie At the time I remember going How fucking Why do you get to be in this movie I should be there And I shouldn't be at the fucking Santa Monica 3rd street promenade Watching this movie I should be fucking in it What's wrong I was so tortured Yeah and what I loved about this time round, and I'm just an older man and I have different priorities now, this is really the reason why I wanted to mention Kingdom of Heaven. Not to talk about a Crusades movie, but to talk about how the man watching the movie has changed. Yeah. I don't have a bad bone against Orlando Bloom. He was given an amazing opportunity. He was coming off of a good luck train from Lord of the Rings. Of course he gets the the opportunity to be in that movie, and who wouldn't? if you were underprepared and not actually ready to, to go like at the level of Jeremy Irons and Liam Neeson who are also in the movie and David Thewlis and all that but you're the junior on board and and the director said yeah you come over and and believes in you you're going to do it yeah yeah and he did the, the best he could and it's fine yeah. but it does it, it is interesting how his characters is not very well written but i don't care to that like angry point now Mm-hmm. What I love is I was able to see an improved movie with also an improved point of view of cinema where I would, I'm i less of that younger man who is tortured by things. like, we, We've been talking about this in recent conversations, but I want to document it here on the Wild Please 7 podcast. Please go for it, yes. Which is when you're a younger... Oh, motherfucker. This moment is brought to you by Ringtone. Motherfuck- it's important to take a call, no matter what
1: time. Yeah, yeah sorry, my fucking phone is ringing. I'll take it later. It, yeah, Right on. Um, <laughs> how unprofessional. It's just it, my it, shit it is all linked up together. So it's, Motherfuck, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Fuck. <in> every single <laughs> yeah. cuckoo in the cuckoo clock uh, comes damn. out. All right, I'm sorry,
0: Alex. All good, all good. But I did lose my uh, thought. What was I saying? Younger uh, man, younger the man, okay, man changes. Okay, yes, yes. So, the younger man needs his film heroes to make his worlds at every release. So, I need you, Ridley Scott, or Quentin Tarantino, or Paul Thomas Anderson, or David Lynch, or whoever. You better make a really cool movie, and if you don't, I'm going to get angry because I'm writing all of my hopes and fantasies on you being the shepherd of my dreams is a younger man's game mm. when you get older and you start crafting your own voice and your own visions. It's okay that other directors aren't doing as cool of what you might've hoped that they would do or that the best you're going to get out of kingdom of heaven is a pretty good movie, not a masterpiece, but it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And guess what? That's good enough for me because he's doing his thing. And that's the movie he wanted to make. I might make something different. He's not going to write what I've been writing. They're not going to speak what I've been saying. So what has been a wonderful thing about watching older movies that used to sort of provoke the tortured younger artist in me is now I'm able to watch them with a calmer mind and be like, you know, hey, everyone's everyone's just doing their fucking thing. and, And it rarely is what we all think it ought to be.
1: Yeah. Did, it, did the feelings have something to do with him portraying Gandamore in Lord of the Rings or whatever his name was? Gandamore! <laughs> he couldn't be farther off. <laughs> What's his name? What's his name? I'm Gandamore. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. My Legolas. Le- Legolas? Yeah, Lego Legolas.
0: Yeah, yeah. It almost sounds like, you know, a girl who likes Legos. Oh,
1: interesting. Lego Lego Legolas. Yeah, interesting. Legolas. Interesting. Well, that's yeah, yeah. That's you a good place to be. Too?
0: You know what, it was the same reason why I hated Leo DiCaprio back in the 90s. It's because every girl you liked couldn't stop talking about,
3: oh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it was like,
0: fuck that guy. And then you later on you realize, oh, no, no he's fine. He's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. In fact, he's a great actor. Same with Orlando Bloom. At the time, he was, you know, the, the cute, Flavor that came off of <laughs> Lord of the Rings So yeah, everyone yeah. was oh, Orlando Bloom This, way. And I remember I was a little Just jealous Angry young man Who thought Why him It ought to be me
3: Yeah yeah You know I
1: feel you I feel you It
0: was just that thing But now just watching it I'm just like Oh man How cool that I have like yeah. No beef against anyone it's just, it's just a move.
1: Uh, yeah. I have to say, it's a nice place to be where you can appreciate art and just be happy that everybody's doing their thing because it's better they do their thing than going around and shooting people or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I know mm-hmm. those are two extreme examples, but yeah. No, Alex, I'm very happy for you that you could be at that place. Well, you know what I mean? I, I've, I've, uh, it, it. Took me a while as a young man to sort of get over myself and my own ego to be able to appreciate other people's things, and now that I'm there, I never want to leave. And in fact, I enjoy, as I've mentioned earlier in the car ride over here, being in my cocoon in my room, just reading and watching and and writing, and that's it.
0: And isn't and that along with chiseling your own work, wouldn't you say that's what keeps you? in the appreciative path rather than the, these people are fucking failures. They're, they're sellouts. Yeah, they're not no, doing I
1: mean, I learned, it wasn't even like learn. It was purely for self preservation and just to sort of survive. And for my own mental health, I had to, at some point, you know, put aside that shit and, and learn how to be happy for other artists that are doing stuff. And, whether yeah. they're big or small or anything, I think because when, they're also not you. No one's going to do Mr. Red, Except
3: right. Mr. Red, right? I mean, like, you nobody. Know, yeah,
1: exactly. I mean, you know, I I have my influences, sure, but I'm at a place right now where I was saying this earlier, where I'm like, there's not many comparables for me with what we're doing. I made I made a movie. I do this mm-hmm. podcast. I do. There are people that. I admire in those mediums and stuff like that, but I'm really just doing my own thing and we're doing our own thing and with Wild 7 and all that stuff. So it's all good, man. I mean, I I really like the feeling now of watching something and appreciating it and loving it and, you
0: know. I've also seen you since making your movie. You're still a fighter, but you're not like, the the fighter going into the first tournament is like (laughs) swinging the fists. Yeah. yeah. As you should. It's like, I'm fucking ready. Come on, let's fucking do this. Once you've like gone through your first West Valley Karate tournament and you do have the trophy, you're not flexing so
1: much.
3: Yeah. But
0: but like and you're happy to watch other people doing their work at the at the championship. Very
1: much so. I mean, you know, like I have amazing peers Rick aside from yourself and April and and Silent Chris and it was so, just me <laughs> Yeah 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 well yeah you know pretty much yeah <laughs> um uh aside from you and 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 my best friend mo and you're my best friend as well Alex you know we've had this discussion <laughs> I thought it was just me <laughs> Yeah, again. yeah, yeah. No, hey you got that. your folks you know okay. uh, yeah um aside from you know my core group you know I have other like Rick Darge and, and Machete and and these are really great, talented filmmakers. Like I'm really excited for Machete. She just dropped her trailer for uh, her film Moon Manor, which I acted in and stuff. And it's it's an exciting time for the people around me. And And I have to admit, like before I met my peers and they were just some hypothetical competition in my head... Uh, I, I was just so out for blood, like, fuck everybody, I'm the best, blah, 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 blah. And then you start to meet people and you see how talented they are and their talent humbles you because you're like, whoa. Not only do I have to step up my game, but but I really appreciate this person as a human, as a soul. And I have this friend now and stuff like that. Now I'm totally jibber-jabbering, but no, no, no it's no, no. it's a wonderful place to be, yeah, yeah. to love. I mean, dude, speaking of which, some hot photos were dropped on the internet recently and you know what they were of alex Uh-oh. amoeba's new store oh shit they don't know they haven't announced a date but they've got it well stocked yeah, full is. of dvds and oh. some maybe even some books maybe and in records and all right, that stuff dude. and it's on sunset boulevard at, no wait no no that was the old location this one is going to be on hollywood boulevard new location uh, I can't wait to go with you, man. I dude, mean, I mean, same, dude, I man. mean, I, it's, I been a, it's been a wacky fucking year. Listen, yeah, so that I was WandaVision on. and, and uh, the other, uh, Kingdom of Heaven. Kingdom
0: of Heaven. Anything else about think. Kingdom of Heaven? Oh, no, no. That was the main point of Kingdom of Heaven. I'm just trying to think of anything else that I've seen. Recently. Oh, hey, okay, okay. So here's, uh, well, I started talking about it last week that I had been reading Shaft.
1: Oh, please, yeah.
0: And I finished Shaft, and I'm very familiar with the 70s movie. And um, it, sure enough, the movie actually hits most of the plot points in the book. There's just a few different things. Uh-huh. But um, pound for pound, the book shaft was a lot of fun. And it was the perfect length, dude. A, a fun, like, just kind of fast-paced, dime-store detective novel feel uh-huh. should be about just 200 pages. Yeah, yeah. Quick read and a trope I've noticed. It's even in Blade Runner or, you know, really do androids dream of electric sheep. Mm-hmm. But also, um, I'm curious in the uh, Philip Marlowe's that you've read. Yeah. You've read a few of them? or I or? read
1: the Lady, the, La- the Lady in the Lake and, uh, fuck, what was the other one? I I don't remember the other one. The the lady in the lake. Right now, I'm reading the big sleep. sleep I'm reading right now, but I I had seen the movie a few years ago. Okay, okay. So I'm kind of well. I'm
0: not sure. I I haven't read any Philip Marlowe, so I don't know if it does this. But I've noticed something in the detective genre. He doesn't really get good sleep. (laughs) Right. (laughs) He's usually and and what he has to do is solved within anything from a 24 to 48 to 72 hour period.
1: Farewell, My Lovely was the other there one. There you go. Yeah, okay, okay.
0: Yeah. Well, does Philip Marlowe, I get the idea that he also is like a sleep-deprived guy who's on lots of cigarettes and coffee and is going back and forth. And, I mean,
1: you know things. what's funny? Yeah, I. I he's more a uh, weary romantic. Okay,
0: yeah, but there is a weariness There's to There's a that. weariness to him, definitely. And, and, and what's cool about Shaft is that he is... Uh, by the way, I didn't mean to point at you all directly like that. Like I was trying to like no know, control the room or something. Yeah. It's just, we I, I'm a gesticulative person. That's right. And that sounded nasty. <laughs> um, but uh, Shaft. By the way, okay. Some th- I don't know if I mentioned this last episode, but some stuff that they didn't cover in the movie, which I thought just is interesting for his character development. He's a non-vet. Uh-huh. And he actually, like, has several kills under his belt of Viet Cong. Mm-hmm. And he also has bullet wounds from Viet Cong. So he's, like, you know, a, a, a non-vet who bled. And he comes back to racist-ass America. And he's carving out his own... Style, and that's mm-hmm. one of the cool things about reading the book is you actually do feel like, man, I want to be like a private detective because it's like, no, I don't owe anything to the police or to the hoods. I'm my own fucking person, yeah. you know. Yeah, and um, so sure enough, as we do when we read a book that we know also has a strong adaptation in the film pantheon, I scored, and it's a it's a strange it, it's funny. So it's a four DVD. Uh, pack that i got shaft shafts big score exclamation point uh-huh. shaft in africa so there you go that's the round tree <laughs> the trilogy. trifecta the trifecta it does not have the 2000 shaft with samuel L. Uh, t- but it does have 2019 oh really which you were talking so about so you scored last this time. i scored this Alex's so big score hey alex's big score which nice. ha- which includes this newer one And we watched that scene last time, which about, like, Shaft is like, okay, it's cool and all, but don't be a bitch kind of thing. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm eager to watch that soon. Nice. Because now it's part of my collection. Very nice. And I would just say, yeah, that's that's it. In terms of uh, reading as well, because um, it's just fun. And, you know, lastly, I'll say about Shaft, if you read any, like, I'm not into backwards canceling. Fuck yourselves, people. Stop, stop. It's not like... You know, they they now are taking down things like, uh, oh, you know, we, we better take down from streaming services movies like Gone with the Wind. It's like, no, 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 you, you need to keep that up. So you remind everyone all the time that America <laughs> thought this shit was fun. Right, and right. Acceptable. Yeah. And it's also why you shouldn't go back... If they did PC Shaft in 1970, it wouldn't fucking make any sense. It would just be bad and, and and just like, what are you doing? Yeah, He uses terminologies. He even thinks of women in not very nice ways, but don't tell me you haven't had a thought of the opposite sex, male or female, and had a really basic ogre thought about their physical appearance or some thing about them or even a cultural judgment. It's all over that book. It's very you're, you're cooking. Something no, I'm
1: I'm I'm trying to think. I, I really I don't do that, Alex. I'm I'm an innocent oh, angel. You're no, a you're, right, you're right. You're right. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
0: But the book is very. Um, you get into his head a lot more. And you know, lastly, I'll say too, like, Richard Roundtree makes killing and fucking look real smooth and fun. Like yeah. Connery, like a like like Shaft and Bond on the screen have like a smoothness to how they kill, right. and How they fuck in the book. He almost has like a sex addiction and like a need to kill cuz mm-hmm. he's a battle damaged non vet and he's also grown up in racist New York, America his huh. whole life. So, he's
1: way edgier in so the he, book. He fucks to kill the pain of killing sometimes. Interesting. Sometimes. You I, I believe you mentioned this on the last show when you were talking about it, but you said yeah. there was this part where he kills a dude and then he's like I got to go to the gym. I oh. gotta fucking you know oh, just yeah, go yeah. to the gym. Fuck it, just yeah you know, dude. Yeah, you know. yeah,
0: he he does. He 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 went to the YMCA and he worked that shit out, and then he gets into a cab and sleeps for an hour. He pays the cab driver. He's like, just drive me all over town. I'm gonna take a nap, and then I have to have a meeting with like a bunch of dudes on Amsterdam Avenue.
1: This is normal man behavior. Normal, in, you know, in <laughs> a toxic masculinity and, way. And know. dude,
0: and a lot of like. After that, he 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 fights a few mafioso guys, <laughs> and he shoots their brain like point blank in the face. A couple parts yeah. in the book. book oh wow, book gets gnarly. Wow, yeah, interesting, yeah.
1: interesting. Okay, okay, cool. So that was that was Shaft. <laughs> Um, You read it pretty quickly, man. You got the reading Constitution of a Billy Goat. I admire you. I'm just like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just chew up those. Um, Alex, I watched a a few flicks. I'm just going to quickly mention them just really quickly. Um, Where should I start? I watched Rocky which is great. No fucking way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, I man. hadn't seen that full movie. And by the way, yeah. Uncle Lloyd is in that movie. No way. What, yeah, what, what part? He, there's the part where Rocky goes into a bar and there's this drunk bum outside and then he picks up the bum oh, and puts right. him in the bar. Yes! That's Uncle That's... Lloyd. <laughs> Lloyd Kaufman, president <laughs> of Troma, <laughs> friend of Wild Hell 7. Hell yes. Uh, my uncle, my, my lovely, lovely, wonderful cinematic uncle. Um, uh,
0: can I just say one thing about Rocky that no one talks about? A very please. sweet, tender moment. And I'm sure if you watched it this time around, it's early in the movie. He comes back late at night and he's in his room and he looks in front of the mirror and we zoom in and there's a picture of clearly him yeah, as a boy. I remember and that he's, part, yeah. and he's And he looks really like, it's the face we all make when we know we're not living our best life yeah, and, we yeah. look at, and the child looks back at us and goes, well? And we're like, no, I know. I'm not doing it. Oh, yeah, that yeah, scene yeah. is so powerful. Yeah,
1: yeah. He has a... Like a meatball <laughs> charm in that movie. Uh, you know, uh, so li- <coughs> listen now.
0: So, Adrian, like, I got these turtles, all right? And then the turtles, they got hit by lightning. You know what happened to the turtles?
3: I saw you the turtles, Rocky.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, the, they got shell shocked. Hey, you get it? Shell shocked. Oh, here's my favorite part in the uh, whole movie. Hey, hey, uh, what's. What's up with your girlfriend there, Rocky? I hear she's <laughs> retarded. <laughs> yeah. no, no, she ain't retarded. She ain't retarded. Yeah, you, you know what? What are you going to do? I'm, I'm thinking about taking her out. For the, are you going to take her out? You know what you should take her? Take her to the zoo. <laughs>
3: hey, you <laughs> motherfucker. <yeah. laughs>
0: and then he does it twice. Then he's driving off. It's like, hey, remember what I told you, Rocky? Oh, yeah, what's that? Take her to
1: the zoo. <laughs> hey, oh, <you laughs> I don't know, you know, I think girls find that charming, the sort of like, hey, yo, you know, I'm, uh, you know, yeah. like it's it's kind of, you know, it, very good film. Rocky's a good dude, man. You yeah. like, he's, he's one of the best uh, he's screen good. characters ever. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of them. I've seen Creed, which was pretty cool. Creed is great. Yeah. I never
0: saw Creed 2, but I loved Creed 1. Oh, yeah, I it forgot really, there was really Creed dumb. 2.
1: Um, I also watched a film... Yeah. Dude, Alex, you, this uh, film kind of blew my mind a little bit. I was watching it with my cousin and he sort of started cracking up and dying while it was playing, like the opening. It's a film called Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker and it's from wow. 1982. Wow. Let me see if I can get any stats on this motherfucker. Hold on. Uh, I'm pulling it. Okay. It's directed by William Asher. Okay. Okay. And this is the the cover. I watched it on Shudder. It's available to stream on Shudder.
0: Oh, I feel like I recognize that cover it, from VHS days. Well,
1: perhaps. yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. We yeah, yeah. We stopped the same earth when that was a technology yes. that was, you know, consumer available. Oh. But yeah, it's along the lines of the sort of psycho-like knockoffs where there's this weird psychosexual thing happening and stuff. The opening is pretty cool where a family is leaving their baby with this woman and the woman is kind of the you know the yeah. crazy thing or whatever right and uh the 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 couple goes into this car and then the it turns out the woman like Hold their brakes or something, and then they crash, and then the guy gets decapitated by a wood log or something. It's really magnificent. Wow, I love it. It's yes, a really good example yes. of like. I love those little horror traumas. Right. Man. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, It's like, it's kind of like a the kind of horror flick that they would show on Horrorthon yeah, if man. that was going on and there wasn't a, a sure, decimating sure. pandemic. That's I awesome. saw So you uh, enjoyed it? You had I, I enjoyed it you? very much, though. Yeah, so. yeah, it, yeah, yeah. yeah. it was very fun. Right, it's cool. fun and dumb and, you know, all that shit. Of course, shit. Yeah. dude.
0: It sounds. Hilarious. I
1: watched Operation Varsity Blues. The only reason I bring this up, it's about the college admissions scandal.
0: Okay. This is a documentary? Yeah, yeah. It was okay, gotcha. very,
1: very... It's hot off of Netflix, like gotcha. a few weeks gotcha. old. Okay, interesting. And Yes. The reason I bring it up is it's a documentary. The method that they used in making it I found to be very interesting and I've actually seen it employed by a Persian filmmaker I admire named Abbas Kyrostami where he takes the principles involved with a case and talks to them Mm -hmm. and then he has them act it out in a sort of like scripted fashion and stuff. So it's like part documentary, part this The way they did this one and I think you'll get a kick out of this. I don't know, just because of the actor and stuff. I don't know if you've seen the guy that, or how much you even know of the college admission scandal. What do you know of it vaguely? Uh,
0: Well, I mean, does this have to do with Aunt Becky?
1: Yeah, Aunt Becky.
0: Okay. I know that she and uh, one of the desperate housewives. Yeah. And a couple others. Yeah. They got wrapped up into this thing with a dude mm-hmm. who made a deal with, like, you pay me an exorbitant amount of shit, and then I'll basically get your
1: kid into college. mundo. Okay, so if you've seen pictures of this dude, he kind of looks like he dresses like a college coach or high school coach, sure. kind of. He's got white hair. What they did was they took actual transcripts that the FBI sort of bugged. Oh, nice. And the filmmakers had Matthew Modine. Remember oh, that yes, guy? Yes, of course. Joker. Matthew Modine. Was he Joker? In. Oh, right. Full metal. Yeah, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Okay. So they have Matthew. Mo- I'm an idiot. Oh, my <laughs> God. Let me turn in my, my cinema card. Fuck. Oh my you but, see what
0: comic books have done to you? You learned that the demons are never
2: Fuck. die tonight. We think I'm a little lamb. We
1: do, Ashley. We do. But anyway, so so um, they had him in makeup and yeah. stuff, look like him, and basically acted all out. And at first, you're like, oh, reenactments. That's so hokey. But it gets you into it. Sure, and sure, stuff.
0: sure. No, I know what you mean. Even you just initially describing it, I'm thinking, reenactment. Right, right, right. However, I understand. If they do it right, and if I watch it, and... I like Matthew Modine.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. He's a a likable dude. And the thing is, the movie didn't blow me away. And it it didn't have that same... There's a schadenfreuden to it, but the schadenfreuden you watch when you watch like the fire documentary is insane. It's like off the charts. You almost die. You have a fire of your own. Yeah, by the end of it, you have to resuscitate yourself to schadenfreuden. You overdose. Oh my
0: God, oh my God. I've never seen so much karma. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's so deliciously (laughs) served up and so quickly. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) This one, it's more interesting just to show that the, the world of higher education has been corrupted by money as everything <laughs> is yeah. corrupted by. And and that was that. I, I wouldn't even recommend it. It's just the, the method that they use to, to watch it, if to, to make it. It, it. It's interesting. Well, it's interesting
0: doc- documentaries are an art form that are always changing and they can always try something new.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. And I've been on this classic Monsters Kick Kind of percolating the right. next flick, you know. You and were telling me
0: about yeah.
1: What was I telling you about? The mummy. Oh, the mummy. Right. You know, I watched the original mummy, and I watched the um, the Tom Cruise mummy, <Trading> <laughs> <laughs> which I enjoyed, Which I really, I. Th- <laughs> no, no, Doing my Tom Cruise laugh. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah you know, dude. Listen, listen to me. If you enjoy Tom Cruise running, oh. This is. I've always loved. This Tom film Gets has it. it. Listen, I got to be honest with you. I I I dug it. You know what I mean. And sure. um, I dug it, but it could have been better. I mean, the thing is, look, I'll be real, and a no disrespect to Tom Cruise. This is the thing. I'm going to talk full spoilers, okay? Please. And you know, whatever this you
0: is, do, don't ruin the Mummy for me.
1: Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I believe I even mentioned this over the phone, but I'm gonna let's 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 break it down here. I'm a studio head in a way, in my own wacky sure. way with Wild Seven. Sure. Let me let me let me wrap <laughs> to, to Universal here, and let me just tell them what they what they did wrong in this uh, and that. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. And I just want to preface this by saying I thought Mummy was a fine movie. I think most movies are fine. I, I am yet to see a movie that I actively just despise, you know? And the movies that I really think I will, I don't even watch them, you know?
0: I've seen one example. Please. Where you despise. Oh, him. I know what you're
1: getting. Fifty Shades? It was Fifty Shades yeah, yeah. 3. Fifty Shades 3. I, and I, you, yeah. you, you gave it puke. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah and there right. was another one you gave puke to. Really? I'm pretty sure.
0: Wasn't there one that you were just like and just to refresh yeah oh Transformers the the, the, the I one. gave it puke or you gave it like maybe like one or two. Oh, eyes,
1: well I, I was making Debbie maybe I I would never give a movie puke now and to explain what sure. he's talking about puke if you don't know <laughs> we used to review movies here on the show back when it was the Nasred podcast or Nasred talks about movies and we would go to the movies every week and watch a movie and give it a Gale rating based yeah. on ice cream cones, right. one to ten ice cream cones, and if it gave you mixed feelings, it was a banana split, and if yeah, yeah. you loved it, it was an ice cream sundae, and if you fucking hated it, it was puke. puke. I miss saying that. Remember, we used to, you know, All like. Right.
0: But, I, but I, but yeah, yeah, you just transported me back. <laughs> <place>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, back I in the man.
1: room in the monastery. Yes, yeah. yes, wow. but
0: you know, it's true. I actually, I let's let the fans decide which one. How many of you said puke for real? I can only completely confirm one puke that you said. Okay. That was yeah. 50 shades three. And you know what? But I take that on. back. I take that back, but,
1: but moving on. Yeah. But what, what I want to say is this, mummy. Yes. the mummy and all that stuff. Okay. So from my studies and I'm a, I will always be a student of cinema. I'm a shitty pot smoking student, but I'm a student nonetheless. From my understanding the universal monsters, and by them, the first ones were quasi with the Hunchback of Notre Dame and uh, the Phantom of the Opera, and then Dracula came in, Frankenstein, all that right. stuff, the B- Creature of the Black Lagoon, yada, yada, bing, bang, boom, all that <laughs> stuff, Right. <laughs> The, the creature from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> he had a
0: bit of Big bang, boom. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I should freestyle, you
0: know. Um, <laughs> he was under the water. He started a slaughter.
1: It came out really too soon. Alex, we're going to Detroit. We're going to go to 8 Mile. We're doing oh, this. We're doing I am this your shit. future. In The you know. music, the yeah, moment. Yeah. Um, they were the first shared cinematic universe. Meaning, you know, yes, it yes, was...
0: Yes, yes, yes. First before MCU. Right, right. And you I believe the, the, the
1: first... MCU. Yeah, I believe the first one was Frankenstein meets the Wolfman, meaning like that was the first one where they kind of joined in a story, in a single story and stuff like that.
0: Now in that one, am I correct in thinking that Lugosi played the monster in that one? and
1: you are absolutely correct yeah. ding 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 yeah, yeah, ding yeah, yeah. It's about principal. acquiring pokemon you got a pokemon yes. <laughs> Yeah. um yes you're correct yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, and the yeah, thing yeah. is i'm going sort of not in any particular order in attacking these go ahead <laughs>
0: <laughs> can, you, can you say i got a pokemon again it's, it's about
3: principal. acquiring pokemon
1: oh
0: all right hey a kid, you want my Pokemon? <laughs> after my time. I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Hey, have <laughs> the another <bathroom> one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, Thank you. Give them God. away for free. I'll keep one. For um, you. So, they were basically the first shared cinematic universe. That's a very cool thing. I don't know if that's a right. big deal or not, but it's cool. You know, it's interesting. Now,
3: right.
1: cut to somewhat present day, you have the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is destroying. Which is absolutely just doing gangbusters business. It's it's breaking records. It's amazing, and right. I have to say, on an artistic level, I think it's a rather it's a big accomplishment to to share these fr- franchises and whatnot and blah 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 blah. Yes. So then you have these these guys at Universal. I don't know them, but they're 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 running their business, and they see that Marvel is. Oh, wow, they're doing like a sort of superhero world kind of thing. Let's do that. And if I was their boss, I would say, stupid. We are b- These are horror properties, you fucking idiot. This is not a, a, a superhero thing. It's apples and oranges, my friend. Get back to the fucking drawing board and make us some monster money. Right. Do you get what I'm saying? they want what to, you're saying. They want to make some monster money. I can tell you. Ah. Do you mind if I spoil The Mummy?
0: Well, Do you I mind? Was, that was the one movie <laughs> I was waiting to suck up myself. All right.
1: All right. All right. Okay. I, yeah. I'm taking that as sarcasm. All right. Yeah, yeah. It certainly was. Yeah. It was great. Thank you. At the end of it. Yeah. Tom Cruise basically gets the powers of the mummy from this mummy woman. Also, right. I feel like that mummy woman, man, they could have, it could have been so much cooler. The actress that portrays her is really cool yeah. and stuff. It's really awesome. And so it just could have been so much cooler. Yeah. Um, at the end of it, Tom Cruise gets the mummy powers. Have you seen American Werewolf in London? Oh, I love it. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They sort of rip off an element of that where Tom Cruise at the beginning... He has this buddy. It's played by this guy, very likable actor. He was a new girl and stuff like that. He's in a lot of like these blockbuster movies yeah. as like the friend. I forget his name. Forgive me the yeah. um, I but think I know who you You mean. know what I'm talking about. He, has yeah. like cool fo- he was the voice of Spider-Man in, uh, into the Spider-Verse. That guy. Right. Cool guy, whatever. So he's Tom Cruise's friend. And then at some point he gets bit by like a spider creature or whatever. And then he gets all zombied out right? And then they're in a plane and then he starts trying to attack people. And then Tom Cruise is like, back off, back, come on, man, don't do this. And then Tom Cruise shoots him three times and kills him, right? right? And then much like in American Werewolf in London the friend returns in a sort of, hey, I'm dead, ha-ha, nah, you know, right, like, right, hey, right. you're in trouble, you're cursed, blah, 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 yeah. blah, that kind of thing. And again, not a bad flick, but it's like, dude, you can make such a cooler mummy shit. And Tom Cruise is a national treasure. He I is. stand, I stand by that. Same. I have no disrespect to Tom Cruise. Everything that he ever does, he gives 110 million percent. I, we can only hope to be as good as Tom Cruise with his wacky, you know, work ethic. Yes. You know, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I very much admire Tom Cruise. Um, so he's not the issue. It's just... and and. I say and, Denise. Denise the piece. <laughs> I write it yeah. down,
0: baby. Oh, I mark my calendar.
1: Give it up. <laughs> <laughs> it. Magnolia. Exactly. If you don't get the reference, shame on you. Exactly. Um, just literally, you know, little boys and their mother's van. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. TJ Mackey. Woo. Um, fuck yeah, fuck the, yeah. the problem is, it's not even that it's a bad movie. It's not a bad movie. It's just that's not what the, the monster universe should be. I agree. And, and and what my point is at the end of it, he becomes the mummy. Uh-huh. He's the mummy. Right. And it ends on a sort of, and then on top of that, you have Russell Crowe in it, who is basically Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Right. And Dr. Jekyll is pretty much, dude, Universal executive, shoot me if you think I'm wrong. You pretty much wanted him to play the Samuel L. Jackson part in the, the Marvel movie. He's the Nick Fury. Am I wrong?
0: What about Nick Fury?
1: Yeah, exactly. That's, that's, that's yeah, yeah. My and, and like, there's a scene you've seen the scene ten million times. great. It's great. You are you are the fire uh, impersonator. There's a scene right where, in fact, in fact, you know what? You yeah. do this scene for okay. me, okay? Please, please, please. Yeah, I'm gonna be setup, Tom Cruise. I'm gonna please. be Tom Cruise. Right. And you just basically say this line: "There's a world that you don't even know of, Mister Mummy." Okay. What's going on here? What's what's going on, man? I'm, what's going on?
0: Well, as well. You never even knew about Mr. Mummy.
1: And I've seen that scene a million times. <laughs> I've seen it a million times. It's like why would you take a property that yeah. has such a tremendous worldwide fan base? That you could you could do a lot of things Universal smartened up in the sense and they hired Blumhouse to do their next stuff like Invisible Man and stuff. That's smart. Blumhouse knows what they're doing with horror. They, they got yeah. their horror candy. They do it a certain way. You can love it or hate it or whatever, but it's there. It exists. I love it because yeah. it's just there, you know. Yeah. At the end of the movie, Tom Cruise is kind of reunited with his buddy, his dead buddy. And then he's like at the... Um, <laughs> like at the fucking like sand dunes or whatever. Yeah. At the beginning of the movie, when they establish Tom Cruise and his buddy, and by the way, Tom Cruise plays an American soldier that goes around Baghdad stealing antiquities. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I don't know. That's
0: a little well. That's as American as you can get, baby. Well,
1: yeah, and 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 at the beginning, he says to him. To his friend, like there, there's this part they're like looking at this place that's crawling with Arabs, you know, and then yeah. and I it's just yeah. the way it is in the movie. Nas can say that. I can I say can't. that, yeah. And then and then they're like, his friend is like, oh man, we can't go there. They're gonna fire at us. And then Tom Cruise is like, come on, where's your sense of adventure? And then he like rides <sighs> off and or whatever. And then at the end of the movie, I don't know what the fuck this Mr. Mummy wants to do now. Like, what is he? You know, I don't I don't get it. Ah, excuse oh, me, I'm, I'm choking. On my, and by the way, I'm trying to help. <laughs> Universal. I want every studio to succeed. The I'm not. The mummy. Yeah, the mummy is coming out. I'm coughing up black stuff like Randy Orton on WWE. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is a great episode, by the way. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't. I don't know what, I, I guess on a business level, the mummy will fight the wolfman, then he'll fight this person, then that. Yeah, uh, question. Go
0: for it. it. Is this the same property that did that uh, more recent wolfman with Benicio del Toro? And...
1: Well, that's the weird thing of it. I think maybe it is in the same universe, maybe. But then on top of that, you have another thing that they are kind of sweeping under the rug it was like the first time they tried to do this and it didn't work with Dracula Untold. Oh, Which was basically a, yeah. a, a, a superhero origin story of Dracula. Right. You know, and I got to be real about Dracula, okay? I love the the concept of the character. The book is not my favorite book. No. It's not, no. okay? And I have books I like. That's not one of them. I loved Frankenstein.
3: Yeah. did. Dear yeah, Lucy. <laughs> oh oh. All the women talk like this. Oh dear. It's so ugh,
1: I hate that. Dude, it's so ironic. It was written by some old Irish fuck, but then Mary Shelley writes Frankenstein, amazing book. Amazing. Amazing, book. amazing which goes to show you 17-year-old girls and, are smarter.
0: Well, and notice she nailed the the male mindset way more than Bram could write women.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mary Shelley needed to give him notes, for God's sakes. Yeah, dude. My point being, you got the monsters. Make something scary and violent and crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You know? In fact, if you ask me, trying to make it a sort of, like, superhero thing sort of waters down the horror for me. Yeah, no, I mean... I, the Brendan Fraser movies were fun, I agree, but what I think they did well was they said, "What if we kind of take Tomb Raider, Indiana Jones, and then have those? What if we take Temple of Doom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but make it the Mummy. Yeah, and that's a little more of a thing. But to, but I re I realize a lot of things have been impressed and or envious and or jealous and or." aspire you know want to aspire to what the MCU has a, has accomplished. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as we know, if you try to do that, it doesn't even work for DC universe. Yeah. Although quick question and I know I'm changing gears here, but you said you watched the Snyder cut?
1: I haven't finished it.
0: But so far So far I'm loving it. You're loving it. I'm okay. loving it. I like harsh nerds who I know who who have dogged on the DCU so far have, have even conceded
1: that this is actually pretty like great. You know what? So I don't know. You have brought up a perfect note to end on. uh, And I'll tell you why. Um, The reason I haven't finished the Snyder cut is because there is a part in it. Okay. That every once in a while I'll watch a movie and then there's a song in a movie that just is like, oh my God, what is this beautiful song? What is this? And then I'll stop the movie and just start listening to the song. I'll find it and start listening to it. There's a part where, and I, I the reason I love it is, and it, what's funny is I, I reviewed Batman versus Superman. I think the third episode or fourth episode of this podcast of, of back when it was like the Nas red podcast and stuff. And I gave it a favorable review. And I said later that, you know, maybe the, when I decided that the podcast was no longer going to be a exclusively movie review podcast, I said, yeah, the movie did have its problems, but who the fuck am I? You know, like, like after I made Debbie, I sort of realized like, who the fuck is anybody to criticize other people's movies? They exist. You can critique them and stuff, but I mean, you know what I mean? Like, and and don't be. I
0: know one thing I, that I've had to understand is between your vision and the release of it, there's a lot of grubby hands on the pie. Yeah, yeah. That fuck it up. Yeah, yeah. And unless you have, I guess the, I guess the rule is you need to have final cut. Yeah. That needs to be in your contract.
1: Well, I mean, bro. I mean, for real. I'd rather make my shit low budget. Yes. And. Nobody has told me what to do on any of my stuff, and I will preserve that yes. until the day That's I fucking die. I will deck someone if they tell me how to make my movie. That's how it's and I'm sorry, to be. I know that sounds childish, but I'm a big child. Yeah. But um,
0: well, just imagine anyone out there, your life's work being uh, touched and diddled with by someone who hasn't made it.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so there was this song. Uh, that plays when The Flash, I guess we were introduced to the character and he, I'm not spoiling anything big, but he saves a woman from this car accident. And the reason I love this Snyder cut so far is that it's Zack Snyder just really going for it and making it as gorgeous as he can make it and as as with this dense, you know, fucking sci-fi fantasy imagery. And there's this just this song that 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 played I'm, I'm gonna play it. it's just so beautiful like um and um it's this song let's just let it play for a second i'll let it play for a few seconds so it's fair use
3: long float on shipless oceans i did all my
1: I've listened to this song on repeat a million times. Okay. What do you know of this song, Alex? Lost Highway. Really? Yes, sir. Zack
0: Snyder, you thief. Not this version, though. Ah, intro. Oh. Yeah. There's there's another version. There's an earlier version. My God. Wow. It's a beautiful song. Oh, I love this song. So good. I sing it. it. This is in Lost Highway. This is when Balthazar Getty has his last, like, epic fuck with Patricia Arquette before he'll change back to Bill Pullman. Interesting. It's like a crossroads moment set to that song. So yes, man, this is a joining music.
1: Alex, where can the good people find you?
0: You can find me at
3: Interdimensional Island. You can find me at Mr. Nas Red on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter and go to our official website: www dot Nasred dot com and www.wild7studios.com well, I must And also follow Nightshade They're such go. awesome, awesome girls I wish all the world could be happy And watch all of my films I am cool I am awesome I am Nasred of the sky I am the best, I am number one, thank you for listening. Shoot a movie, not a person. Fucking pause, it was so perfect.
2: If you're a fan of the Wild 7 Podcast, make sure to check out the other shows on the Wild
3: 7 Podcast Network, like Simpin' After Dark and In the Words of Alex Rogers.